2: to be talking about what what's going on in the world right now and I have Amara Hall joining me again my bestie and Mickey Guyton another one of my lovely dear friends
0: um both of I mean, we played basketball against each other in junior high I
1: cannot believe that that is hilarious to me
0: <laughs> the story about that the same do you know do you I don't know, know it. Caroline, so the reason why I even went to Waco Christian School, private school, was because my neighborhood subdivision, China Springs, they didn't want black people in their school at that time.
1: China Springs is the name of a real place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you
0: serious? And that's where I'm dead serious. And that's why. My mom worked as a teacher's aide there, and my brother and sisters—we all went there—and so we couldn't afford tuition. So my mom was like the teacher's aide from 12th through pre-K. Wow,
2: I did not know that, Mickey.
0: Hmm.
2: Gosh, yeah. man. It's heavy. Mickey, like you put out this song called "Black Like Me" that I was listening to on—I've been listening to on repeat—and like, geez, I mean, this is really heavy. Like we. Yes. and I, I I was telling Amara like I and I think a lot of white people are apologizing I am sorry that I have been so ignorant to my role like I thought being non-racist was all was all that my job was and that, that was just given like I was never a racist right. person so I just thought that's it like of course I'm non-racist but it's so much right. more and it's so much, it's important to be educated and there's so much to learn and so gosh I mean Mickey, I'd love to start with your song, talking about Black Like Me.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, it's no... um, I've been in the country music industry for almost 10 years. And... That 10-year overnight success,
1: here we go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I've just seen a lot within the industry... And it's so funny, so many times we get so comfortable in our cycles, in our everyday life. And it's like, it just needs to be this way because it's been that way since I can remember. And and being comfortable isn't necessarily the best thing. You know, it's been very painful to see videos of black men murdered by police officers and black men mistreated or black people mistreated by not so good people. And it's a lot of times, I mean, Amara you know, and I've had discussions a lot of where I'm feeling like the world is crumbling around me and everybody else seems like everything's okay. And so because of that, I've kept my mouth shut about it. But mm. when, I, when I wrote Black Like Me, it wasn't for this moment at all. like I wrote this song uh, over a year ago at a writer's retreat and it was a, a song that was just supposed to heal me. Hmm. And I had gone through to a place in my life, I got into a place in my life where I was really just trying to write my honest truth and quit writing other people's songs and writing songs about a black woman because I am. And I wrote that song just for my own healing. And after we wrote it, I wrote it with two white guys and a black woman, by the way. So two black girls, two white guys, two people from the UK, two people from America, writing such a polarizing song. And when we finished it, we were like, there's no way anybody's going to ever let me release this. Nobody's going to receive it. And this could be the, the biggest song of my career, but it could make some people upset. And that was really heavy so we kind of just put it away but I still pushed for it and pushed for it to be a part of my album and over the last few months of seeing people hurting from and dying from COVID and and seeing Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd killed before our very eyes essentially it, it, there was no sp- perfect time for this I released this song to hopefully heal people's hearts on both sides and bridge an unnecessary gap between two races of people. It's a
1: beautiful, beautiful song. I was actually just, while you were speaking, I was thinking about, you know, Black Like Me and I was thinking about the moment I realized that there was no one who looked like me on Music Row. And I was actually thinking about the first time we met, and
0: I remember that.
1: I will never forget it because I was with Low Cash at a was it like a celebrity softball game or something, right? You hope. Know. And I remember, you know, just kind of like bebopping along and like walking in the dugout, and I saw Mickey, and Mickey saw me, and we were both just like hi, (laughs) hello, (laughs) there you are, (laughs) you know, and it was just like, you know, there's just this unspoken thing. I feel like that happens when uh, people of color see each other in typically not diverse spaces. You know, when you see a person of color, you're just like, She's <laughs> <sighs> like, "Come here. Oh, I'm blood on you <laughs> um, So yeah,
0: What? and that was a really hard time in that day. I was feeling very low in that space. I was very I felt very insecure that day. Hmm. I felt like nobody saw me, and a lot of times they didn't. I was on a on a team and and besides, you know, Kristen. From um you know not very many people really spoke to me in the dugout and I felt really really alone so when I saw you and you you did see me it was it was really really it meant a lot to me I've been in many situations since I was a little girl where I was the only black person in my class Mm mm-hmm in a lot of spaces, so I'm used to being the only one. Um, As far as what it's like to be a black woman in country music, I think I can only go off of examples that I've experienced. First and foremost, I want to preface this by saying that there are so many good people within the country music industry. Absolutely. And there's so much acceptance and love And what ends up happening, it's like, Caroline, what she said, it's like, you you are anti-racist. But a lot of times people are quietly anti-racist. But the fact is, the matter is, is nobody's thinking about it. I have been in situations where I have sang on major stages where I saw men holding up the Confederate flag. And I would have to sing in front of that. I got invited to be a part of a music video shoot amidst the time that my husband had sepsis and had to have an emergency surgery or else he would have died. Mm. And four days after surgery, I found out I was invited to this video shoot. So I spent $600 on a ticket. I flew my sister-in-law down to Los Angeles so she could take care of her brother while I went to Nashville really quick to be a part of this, this video only to arrive, and it's taken off my calendar, it's deleted from my calendar, and I had been disinvited. And, okay, fine, you don't know me, I'm not in this space, but the fact that this song was celebrating women, but they disinvited the only African-American woman in the video. And fine, screw me, don't even care about me. But the fact is, if you're going to be singing about women, where are brown and black women present in this? Where are body, like women that aren't a size two? It's about being aware of other people around you. And a lot of times I wasn't considered. And that was a tough, that was tough to experience.
1: You know what's crazy, and I'm gonna clap while I speak. <laughs> um, you just really get used to that's the way it is and honestly, you know, I know I've voiced it like here and there, but you really cannot fully articulate it until you see someone else who's also a person of color in country radio. And then you're able to have those discussions like Mickey and I, we have, we have, you know, six page text conversations all the time about stuff or like, you know, she'll come and hey girl. And did you, and I'm, mm-hmm, yes, I know, I know, I know, but it's just like, you know, it's just accepted. Like that's just the way it is. And like, once people get to know me and they understand that I am renaissance woman and you cannot put me in a box you cannot put me in a box i am um an artist i work on promotion teams i'm a poet i'm you know like a teacher i am absolutely 100 percent um like a giver and want to teach what i know to my community and at the same time you know want to Receive it back to like so I, I feel like there are There's definitely a lot of times where you just you don't feel seen Um, But I just keep coming back to this idea you just get To a point where you're like, okay, well, this is the way it is. I will Do what I have to do
0: have to, yeah. to get
1: to where I want to get and you know, ho- hopefully at, at some point, um, you know, people accept me. I went to the, uh, March on Thursday, which was organized by teens, teens for equality. And they were, um, you know, of course, lifting up, uh, black teens. And we heard from white teens and we heard from black teens and just some beautiful, you know, spoken word and, um, you know, 20,000 people showed up on Thursday. It was amazing in Nashville. It's incredible. It's peaceful. It's beautiful. People were handing out sandwiches, Gatorade, water, hand sanitizer, mask. It was, it was so, so beautiful. Shout out to teens for equality. Um, but you bring up a really great point because one of the best signs I saw was you can no longer say that you didn't know black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're at this point where it's, n- you can no longer just say, Oh, I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, And mm-hmm. it's this, it's this kind of like, you know, deflection that I'm seeing a lot right now, just deflection, deflection, deflection um, that I would really like to see rectified in the country music world of we can no longer say you just didn't think about it. You know, I I didn't really think about how this might come off, you know, or, oh, well, I didn't mean it that way. Like, okay, but we, we have to think about (laughs) other people, you know, like we have to think about how other humans who don't look like us are going to receive things you know right and um i do also want to second that the reason why i stay in nashville is because of the incredible amount of love Mm -hmm. support encouragement creativity thinking outside the box you know we have so many people who um are creating their own vision for their life you know and not subscribing to but now it's time for us to really Mm
0: -hmm.
1: really be inclusive you know something i learned while i was on set um at the sister video you know mickey had had invited a group of diverse women to be a part of her music video and i have been on so so cool and i've been on set at countless, countless videos, and I have never, ever in my life experienced what I experienced that day, which is just a mutual respect mm-hmm. for each and every person that walked through that door, no matter if they were a size two, a size twelve, um, you know, all shades, you know, and it was just like it was a really, really beautiful beautiful um representation you know um of what Nashville can be and that and everyone there you know is from Nashville Mm -hmm. um you know yeah it was it was incredible I'd love to see so it's like how do we do that you know what I mean and like Caroline I feel like you're first of all you're very courageous yeah for doing what you're doing right now because I know there are probably some people who do not agree with you and you've probably got unfollowed by some people. Um, but I think the majority mm-hmm. of us who are truly here to make a difference and we believe in human to human connection and um, wow. love <laughs> conquers fear, right? Love over hate every day of the week. Um, I really, really commend you. Yeah, I'm
2: trying to say that I don't feel courageous at all, and I don't—I honestly don't care if people unfollow me because, I, to me, this is about love, and like that's the bottom line. That, and I also want to second what both of y'all said. I also love the country music industry, and I think for the most part, people are really great in this industry, and people really Absolutely. have great hearts, and that's why we're all a part of it. Is because it has. A really, it's a really beautiful community. And like, I feel like we're trying, mm-hmm. people are trying to be good people. Amen. We're at a new level where it's just like, this is a conversation that has to happen. I, I just want to keep educating myself and keep continuing this conversation and using my platform to spread awareness because it's time. Like this can't be happening anymore.
0: Can't happen. We all have children or we all, you have a daughter. Yeah. I have children. I want to have children one day yeah. and And I want the world to be a better place for them. I want the world to be a better place for your daughter. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything book that you guys want to read black, like me, which is where I got the title from is written by a man named John Howard Griffin. He was a white man who in the 1960s through radiation dyed his skin or darkened his skin to look like a black man and then go went to the deep south during the Jim Crow era to see what it was like to be a black man in America. Wow. And that book is it's those words are coming from someone who is white who can who you can read and see what he felt. And even just Googling that and looking at the quotes that he said are so dead on and right for 2020. It's mm. insane. And the reality of it is, is we all have to step outside of ourselves and see other people. The world has seen white people our entire lives. I've seen white people on cereal boxes and magazines, on television on, in Barbie dolls in every aspect of my life. And white is normalized, but for some reason, not all other races are as normalized. And and we have to see each other, really see each other. Yes, we all are different, but see each other and try to see each other as I
2: mean, this is so basic. And I know y'all are going to agree with me, but like, it's just a pigment tone. Like we are all... People like what and I'm I'm not even gonna be this naive to say why is this even happening because it's this is so deep rooted, but like I just can't wrap my head around it that which just a different
0: shade of color. Like we're all people can't wrap our head around it either, girl. You ain't alone. There are black roots within country music, like the banjo was created in Africa. In Africa. When you walk into the country music hall of fame The first thing that you see are slaves on their back porch playing and singing. So this country music is deep rooted in the black culture. It's within there. So it is important for us. It is our responsibility as artists, as people within the industry to find diversity and create a diverse space within our businesses, within our artists. And I think that can also help change. Um, Absolutely. I appreciate
2: I appreciate you guys as my friends, like allowing me to start this conversation. Namara, you were saying earlier, like, thank you for having it. But like I allow, I'm saying thank y'all for telling me that it's okay to have these conversations because I think that is one of the big problems that a lot of white people have. Felt, is they feel like they're yeah. going to say something wrong or do something I was going to
1: say everybody's like afraid to make a mistake. You know what I mean? Like I I would rather have you say something that sounds dumb. Like here's the thing. You are going to make a mistake. You are going to say something dumb. You are going to be corrected in love. Like that's what we have to we have to still have the conversation. Exactly. Like that Correct in love. Correct in love is the key. Correct in love. In love. Exactly. I've had so many people reach out to me and they're just like, well, I'm just, I'm just anxious because I don't want to. And it's like, I understand that, but what's on the other side of fear is, is where we want to be. You know what I mean? Like, this is really a moment of pushing through your personal fear. Yes. I sound dumb. I don't know what to say. I want to say something, but I don't know what to like, say it, just start saying it, start talking about it.
0: And I think the, bit, the most important thing that everyone can do right now is first of all, educate yourselves, like really dive into black history, not just the black history we learned in high school, which was like, not. Oh, no, like take, like if you go and take an African-American history class what you see is it's it's hard (laughs) like I left my African American history class every day just Mm -hmm. gutted because it was a lot of hard it was very hard information Mm -hmm. but what you can do right now is to publicly denounce racism you don't have to publicly denouncing racism doesn't make you for riots doesn't make you for leading publicly denouncing racism is a basic human human i don't know the right word to say but it's a basic thing like i know there are so many people that don't agree with racism and publicly say it yeah i denounce racism we are all the same that alone right
1: I want to read to you guys some of the, uh, because I wrote down some of my favorite signs. I want to read some of these to you guys because I think you'll enjoy them. People are looking for, you know, ways to phrase this. Um, Use white supremacy to end white supremacy. You can choose to look away, but never again say you didn't know Black Lives Matter. How many weren't filmed? All mothers were summoned when George Floyd called out to his mama, make racism wrong again. Racial injustice is the global pandemic. Mm. And then lastly, um, daddy changed the world. Gianna Floyd.
0: Mm. Can I address something about the all lives matter as well? Yes. Yes. Well, it's really hard when you, hear people say all lives matter in response to people saying black lives matter. And someone said the bet made the best point I saw on Instagram when there was a shooting in Vegas and everybody blacked out their s- social media pages with Vegas strong. Nobody was responding to that saying all lives matter, <laughs> you know, And, or when you saw the shootings in Charleston and there was the Charleston strong, nobody was responding with all lives matter to those. And so when black people are saying black lives matter, we, and someone says, well, all lives matter. We know that. And we absolutely agree that black lives matter. Your life matters, Caroline. Caroline. Your daughter's life matters. Michael matters. People in country music, white people in country music that are singing country music matter. But when we're saying that Black lives matter, all we're saying is Black lives matter too. That's all we're saying. And there is a system. There is a problem. I'll send you the names of a lot of Black lives that were taken by law enforcement and there are children in that list. Mm. This is a dangerous problem because there are people scared of black people. Mm. And that's what we're saying. We're just saying that black lives matter too, and we need your help. Mm. That's all we're saying. <laughs>
1: that's a lot. I've been like, Black lives matter, it is a complete sentence.
0: You know, you could put a two at the end of that, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't have the same effect as when you see Black Lives Matter. We're just stating it. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
0: Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order go to symbiotica.com that's c-y-m-b-i-o-t-i-k-a.com
2: this is something else that's been floating around kind of um echoing what you're saying is like if there's you're on in a neighborhood and there's all these houses in a neighborhood and all those houses matter but one's on fire you're gonna go tend to the one that's on fire
0: this
2: it doesn't mean those other houses don't matter like this is This conversation, this movement on fire, like it is time for a change. It's been going on for so long that it's just Mm -hmm. enough. It's just, let's be done with this already. Let's just get Mm -hmm. to the
0: point
2: where we don't have to have peaceful protests, where we don't have to, where, where injustice isn't happening anymore. Let's just get to the point where that's over. Like, can we just like put the fire out and make equality just, just the way it is?
0: Absolutely. And, and I want to go even deeper with what you're saying, seeing the fire within the industry for black lives. Mm -hmm. I hope that this same music industry has the same fire for women in country music,
2: but you are a trailblazer. And I will say this, Mickey, you have turned all the heads of everyone in country music and you have from the beginning admire you for that always never never being shy to like use your voice and your platform i
0: i appreciate that so much and the older i've gotten and the more my husband has shown me that as well i realize the responsibility in that and i can't keep my mouth shut for marginalized people and that includes white women within a white industry And yes, we are talking about Black lives, but I want everybody that is listening to know that I advocate for right, period. Yes. I hope people can hear and see my heart that I am not some angry, mad Black woman. If anything, I'm optimistic and I'm fired up and I want equality for every single one of us. Amen.
2: What, Nikki, you were saying earlier, like how just how to like start being the change. What are, if, if you both could say, here are some steps for immediate change, what would, what would they be like? What, how, how do we start to move this thing forward? Someone who has no idea what to do, who has no idea how to help. How do we, how do we start getting everyone involved? Like even just small steps, like how do we move, move this train in the right direction.
0: It has to be natural. Yes. It has to be natural. I don't want everybody to go out there and find the first black person they see and befriend them and, and try to like be that change. Like be not everybody's meant to be friends. (laughs) Like don't start there. Like don't just try to find black people like, Oh my God, we love you. Just publicly denounce racism don't allow that in your space don't allow that around you because it starts when we're with our children and wanting to protect them from that so just publicly denounce that um if you're in the position to hire people with opportunity comes possibility and it has to be natural you can't start right today because we're all stuck in our houses. You know what I mean? So it's not like we can do anything right now, but just to alter your mind and to really consider black lives and, and brown lives and anybody that is different from you. And the best way to do that is with opportunity. Um, An example that I can tell you um, when black women want to go to get products hair products and stuff for our hair and we go to a regular grocery store or some superstore i don't want to call names out and we walk to to through the hair section and we'll see pantene and Gardier or whatever all of those hair products are that we can't use on our hair and we get a little shelf hmm. for black hair like a little shelf and that is our opportunity. So when I say that, try to create a bigger shelf mm. for Black people. Mm. Meaning, you know, try to find, like, if, like, when you're hiring, hire someone that's Black or Brown, not because you're trying to fill a quota, but because they are the best person for the job. Mm normalize black and brown within your space. Mm. The more normalized it is, the less fear that there is, right? And people are acting off of fear. Yes. That may not even necessarily be in their hearts. Racism may not actually be in your heart. You're just scared because you're not used to it.
2: That's, That's a very, very good point, Nikki. You know? Yeah. Fear. It's fear-based. People, when they feel fear... People do Threatened. terrible thing.
1: Yeah. I love that, Mickey. I love, love, love that. I want to say one of my proudest moments in Nashville happened when Mickey asked me to be a part of her entourage. As we stepped into the Ryman Auditorium, myself, her husband, Grant, and Mickey and we walk through that backstage and I'm, and I'm holding her dress and I'm just like walking up the steps. We go to the dressing room and she's doing her thing in the corner and warming up and getting ready. And I'm just like, this is like the coolest thing ever. And you know, you're looking on the wall and there's, you know, beautiful old white faces who are legends in country music and they have, you know, given so much to the genre. And then to go out and sit in the audience and watch her perform What Are You Gonna Tell Her for the First Time and to look around and Grant and I are some of the only people of color in the audience and to watch her sing that song and to just feel like There is nowhere in the world I would rather be right now than supporting this chick and being a part of her entourage. It was just like, it was one of my proudest moments ever, ever,
0: ever. To see Black people, like we are all the same, like we love each other. And to see Black people within a space that there's not a lot of was so powerful And there needs to be more of that. And again, I keep saying brown because it's not just black people. Totally. This America is full of everything. And we just want that to be represented in this beautiful genre. Mm. And the more there is, the more black people will show up because I've gotten hundreds of messages from black people saying, I love country music. I'm just scared to go to concerts. And I know that that's not how country musicians feel, that they want them there. And think of the fiscal opportunities there are when black people, in addition to all these white people are in these concerts, that's even more money to be made. Yeah. that we're and I'm not and I it's, this is not about capitalizing off of that please hear me out this has nothing to do with that I'm just trying to show people on a business side yeah, yeah. That, that is what we want because there's so much opportunities like Michael Hobby is soulful as fuck mm-hmm. Caroline and I know how much he loves black people oh yes Evident by the singers in those bands so we need to see that and show that and be that change
1: i mean that's one of the first times i ever saw that in country i was working low cash <laughs> and i'll never forget cuz a thousand horses was playing that show um down by the river it was that cma fest yeah curious thing and to see those beautiful black women up there backing up a thousand horses i was like oh, okay oh. I mean, but you know it's just like you don't you know, like you said, what did you say opportunity possibility and opportunity possibility right, and you don't you don't know it's possible until you see it, right? And so mm-hmm. I think about i hope i you know I wasn't paying attention, but I hope there was a little black girl in the audience like, I can oh, do that, I can, do that. You mm-hmm. know, I can do that you know I could do that
2: yeah. Um, One thing I want
1: to say about, well, you said, you know, what can people do now? One thing that's been coming up in my spirit again and again and again is I don't want you to do it because Mickey said to do it. I don't want you to do it because Caroline said to do it and you heard it on a podcast. I don't want you to do it because your mama told you to do it. I want you to know that, you know, that, you know, in your heart that this is the right thing to do. And if you are reading up on black history, if you are taking into account some of these books that, um, that Mickey's referenced, we're all human. There's no way you can read about the black experience and not feel on a human to human level. Oh, <laughs> this, this is, is wrong. We do have to end racism okay you know it's just it's just a very natural progression you know and so my biggest thing is you know mickey said it earlier educate yourself just educate yourself read it for yourself know for yourself know in your heart know in your you know in your mind I'm no longer accepting. I love my parents. I love my grandparents But you you cannot accept Even your grandparents and your parents knowledge. You have to know for yourself mm-hmm. We are adults. It is time for us to act like adults To learn the information to get more than one source from the internet mm-hmm. read, read it, you know, read it from a few different angles Mm-hmm. Think about what you think about that thing. Maybe ask some of your friends, but like, really, we're at home by ourselves. This is all we got to do. Spend some time thinking about what you think about this.
2: And Amara, you said right the last on. podcast, you said learn this information like you learn the latest TikTok dance. We learn all sorts of bullshit stuff all the time. Let's take some time and actually on. learn some information that we need to know. Right. And I I wanted to say, um, y'all made some great points, comfort and fear. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a lot of the problem is we get in a, in a, in a groove and right now the world's uncomfortable. And I think it's for good reason. I think Mm -hmm. it has got to a point where things got everyone you get. It's, it's so easy to get into Mm -hmm. this comfortable life. And I'm especially looking at white people who like, you think everything's fine and like you know you're not racist and life seems to be fine there's no disruption really going on everyone seems to be happy like the world seems to be moving Mm -hmm. just fine when really there's this undercurrent that's just there and finally Mm -hmm. the current has gotten so big that it is now it's like a monsoon and like it cannot be ignored but like I think people get so comfortable in their life that they're like everything's fine everything's fine like do yeah. I don't need to worry about anything it's all fine and I want to be comfortable like it's so much feels so much better to be comfortable than have to deal with this disruption of my comfort in my life that I thought was so safe And and it's just you know and that is great that we are all in this place of discomfort right now because we got to change it and the only way that things are going to change is when things get shook up and people get discomfort get Absolutely. uncomfortable
0: yeah that's Absolutely.
2: it's great i find it to be a blessing like i know a lot there's a lot there's like some negative that happens when things get disrupted but for the most part this is a movement of love and just saying like this is not negative this is not about the rioting. this is not about all yeah. the violence that's happening out there this is about the love and the underlying thing is let's this is love like everyone just wants yeah. to be loved equally that's it yeah.
0: that's really line. yep Absolutely. And as much hate as we've been saying, the internet is really good at focusing on all of the bad, but I feel confident that there's absolutely 100% more good than bad. Yes. I see so many good cops out there. Yes. I, did, I did a photo shoot the other day and I wanted to take a picture with cops and I walked up to them and I asked them and they were just so excited, first of all, that I wasn't over here hating them, <laughs> and, I'm sure, and, you know, and they were also just good people that were just, just wanting peace too. And we must focus on that. We do have to show that there is bad in the world because we do need to feel uncomfortable, like you said, Caroline, but we also need to be reminded that there is absolutely still good in this world. It is so in- essential and important for the world to see the good people in country music. And country music is absolutely a beautiful genre. And that's why I've been pushing on artists to say something, not because I'm like wanting to stir the pot. I'm saying this because people need to see it. People need to see Every artist say, "I do not stand for that shit in my life." No, you are not allowed. Go back to your cubbyhole, racist. We do not want you here in this genre because America is a great place. Country music is a great space, and people need to see that. Yes.
2: Amen to that.
0: I concur. Yeah.
1: Beautifully said. Beautifully said.
0: Caroline, I love you. Thank you for having us on here. I watched
2: a YouTube video, I forgot who was talking, but it was a black man and he was saying when slavery ended, um, in America, it's like, Okay, you're free. That's it. Now it's like you're just supposed to catch up. Like we've like the white communities had yeah. all this chance to get so much farther ahead and build our lives and have no nothing stacked well, against it. Dream. And now it's like all to the black men and women, it's like, okay, you're free now. Just go catch up, but you don't have the same, you weren't given the same starting point. We weren't at the same, the race didn't begin at mm-hmm. the same place. And so it's like the black right. culture needs, if we're running a race, he said something like, in like the the white people have been like so far ahead. Like we need to give y'all a golf cart or a car and put you in it and speed you up to catch yes. up.
0: You know, yes. y'all
2: get on the same. Plus, yeah, and get in the race at the same point yeah. because it hasn't started at the same spot. Yeah. It wasn't an equal starting point, and that's why you're saying, Mickey, like a lot of the Black culture has had been in more poverty because it wasn't the same opportunity, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just because things didn't get to start at the same starting point. And it just it's we need we need Black Lives Matter as a chance, to, like let's get this caught up so we're all mm-hmm. at the same equal spot, and that's how I'm viewing it at least.
0: And that's and I feel like and again I'm not a historian, mm-hmm. but I feel like that um, that's why it's not normal for Black people to be seen because we're still in poverty. Yeah, you don't have to. You're able to afford a beautiful home and a beautiful neighborhood. So many of us are not. So we're put in our little cubby hole. Mm-hmm. And to deal and live with ourselves, that's where, why you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. But now we know.
2: And then property taxes are what funds the schools. And so mm-hmm. if there's not as much money in certain neighborhoods, then those schools aren't getting funded equally. Education isn't being offered. Yeah. Just, yeah. I see how this is
0: systemic now. This is systemic. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. That's, <clears throat> that's what systemic racism is. It's not... it's not saying that your heart is bad. It's not saying that you hate black people. It's just systemic. It's we've, we're just a part of the system. Mm -hmm. And there's some of us that are luckier than others. And I, I was, I was really fortunate to have a father to that worked really hard 10 times as hard of a lot of his peers to give us an opportunity because he, my, my dad didn't have the opportunity growing up or excuse me. My dad was given the opportunity. Therefore, because he was given the opportunity, I was able to have a, a good life, but not every black man is given that opportunity. Yeah. And not everybody deserves opportunities. Let's be honest. Like, some people are trifling, but that's not the people we're talking about. We're talking about the people that really want to make a difference.
1: Right. Right. I love, I love that he said we need to give him a golf cart or something. Right. That's why I was so encouraged by the march on Thursday because the youth, y'all, they are lit. They what? are bright. They are like, I mean, these white teens were out here like, this is not okay. We will not stand for this. I'm standing next to my black brothers and sisters, and I will not allow this in my space. It right. is that simple. I will never forget listening to a. Uh, I was listening to an Oprah Super Soul conversation where Oprah was talking about a party that she went to um, at Maya Angelou's house. Would love to have been a fly on the wall at that party. Um, but she said that there was a gentleman who was at the party who was making some off-color comments. And Maya Angelou, in front of the entire party, said, I'm sorry, I don't allow that kind of talk in my house. You're going to have to leave.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I mean, that's what it takes. Absolutely. It's going to continue to be uncomfortable. You know what's going to be really uncomfortable, Caroline, when you're confronting like, some of your parents' friends who like might not even realize what they're saying. And you're in a conversation with them and you're just like, Oh, actually, no, no that's not okay for you to say, you know what I mean? And then like, it's going to continue to be awkward and uncomfortable. And, but I truly think that, you know, I'm with you, Mickey, I'm with you, Caroline. Like I'm so hopeful. Me too. I, so proud of so many people who are doing the work right now, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing the work. And I'm just like, yes. So, you know, the action item is just wherever it exists in your sphere.
0: Be pro humanity. Be pro humanity. Yes period if we are appalled at seeing animal c- cruelty we need to be appalled at seeing human cruelty yes
2: lead with love just lead with love lead. in everything in we do everything and it goes back to the fear thing like in all aspects of life when people get fearful they get violent they get aggressive they try to protect themselves why don't we just try to be the example of leading with love? And I feel like that is what is a lot of people across the world are doing right now with these peaceful protests. It's like, let's lead yeah. with love. Like, and if we could lead with love, gosh, the world, what,
0: a, what could this world be? It could be pretty in- incredible. It's incredible now. And it could be even more incredible. That is yeah. for certain. Sure. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we all maximize our ability to love people instead of be fearful first, but instead assume the best in someone first. Instead of assuming the fear first. Like yeah, all walks of life. Like, what a difference that could make. Absolutely. I am grateful for both of y'all. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for always using your voice to teach me to make me want to be better. Um, y'all both use your platform. Okay your gifts in such a beautiful way. I think you're leaders in this country music community.
0: Absolutely. It's when you're speaking love and when you're speaking truth and love, people can hear you and that's all we're trying to do. Yeah. Thanks for your, your openness. Yeah.
2: So I always end every interview with leave your light. And after, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I I get nervous having these conversations because I'm scared. Like I've told you, I'm going to say it wrong or like say something wrong. And but I appreciate both of y'all walking with me through this and letting me be a part of this conversation with you. Um, but I like to leave all my interviews with Leave Your like. What do you want people to know? Like, what kind of inspiration do you want people to know? It's just kind of vague, but I always just, what comes to your mind?
0: With opportunity comes possibility. Sorry, my phone, computer is going crazy. I know. Is that? I think that's mine. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, mine has been kind of crazy too. Um, And and thank you for being open to hearing us. And we hope that people listening to this, I hope you know that we see you and we see your hearts and we are not here to judge or whatever. So if you have any questions for us, you can reach out to us via social media we may not be able to get to it right away because we do get flooded with a lot of messages. But please feel free to ask us the tough questions and we will answer them in love and we'll not be angry at you.
1: Absolutely. I second that 100%. Um, yeah. And I, I, would, uh, I would say to your listeners to have grace for yourself. Mm-hmm have grace for yourself in the moment of not knowing what to say Have grace for yourself in the moment of not knowing what to do have grace for your black brothers and sisters because sometimes they might want to talk about it and sometimes they might not and that's okay too but keep asking the questions and keep showing up we won't we won't We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Come on. We're going to be all right. (laughs) Uh, Go listen to Kendrick Lamar.
2: (laughs) I love you both so much. And I appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation with me. And um, it means a lot. We love you, sis. Love you.